In order to achieve better results, we must raise our level of consciousness. And secondly, the motivation for individuals and organizations to begin moving in this direction will come from the accelerating rate of global change. And finally, increasing our awareness and emotional intelligence has become fundamental to personal career and business success. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Coffee with Robert. Um, I'm absolutely stoked today. I've got a terrific guest with me. I know you're going to get lots and lots of value. We've only actually met once before, and the energy was such that I thought, I've got to have this guy on my show because he energized me. I connected with him on so many levels. I think we're going to be deep, deep friends for many, many years to come. And I hope that you connect with him on the level I did. And if you do, you're going to get great value, great energy, and you're going to feel inspired to go out there and make a difference in your life and your business. I can guarantee that for you. So without further ado, let me introduce him. Gentleman's called Phil Johnson, and he is CEO and creator of the Business Leadership Program and also comes from a background at the Chicago School of Professional Psychology as well. Now, I am going to hand over to you, Phil, and ask you to tell the audience a little bit about who you are, what your background is in more detail than I've just mentioned, and um, what brought you to where you are and what your plan is, what your goals are for the future. Robert, uh, I love what you're doing and it's a privilege to be on your show, so thank you. Um, and I, and I, I agree that uh, what you've just asked me could probably take up the whole length of the show, but very, very briefly, um, I started on this path, I'm an executive coach and I've been doing that, I've been working with executives and organizations around the world for the last 21 years, um, helping to develop uh, leadership, emotional intelligence, and, and a higher consciousness leading to, uh, to better results. But I actually got on this path um, about 52 years ago. Uh, it was actually a month after my mother had uh, passed away of cancer, breast cancer. Um, and along the way, I, uh, I took a short detour for 25 years in the uh, semiconductor industry. I was uh, an executive um, and uh, was doing that for, for some time. But what I do now and has, has always been my passion and been at the core of um, the service I've been providing. Um, what makes this a, uh, a great and pivotal time is that, and I wanna just make, I wanna kind of start off our, our discussion with three points. And actually, I, I wrote these down this morning as um, I was responding to a, a blog um, comment on LinkedIn from a, from, a, from a friend of mine. And in my response, um, the, three things I, the three things I said was, in order to achieve better results, we must raise our level of consciousness. And secondly, the motivation for individuals and organizations to begin moving in this direction will come from the accelerating rate of global change. And finally, increasing our awareness and emotional intelligence has become fundamental to personal career 
and business success. So we're at a both challenging and exciting time in our kind of evolution as a species. And it really involves, it's really gonna require us to become more conscious of the choices we're making. And as simple as that might sound, I can tell you that it is not. And we really need to have to get it to this point where we're going to be, in a sense, forced to develop our emotional intelligence because that's going to help us raise our level of awareness, raise our level of consciousness in order to get better results. So this is a this is a work I've been doing for the last 21 years. And to be quite blunt and, and honest with you, I've been waiting for us to get to this point because we really don't like change. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> We've got a 500 million year old brain that doesn't like change. And we really needed to be where we are in order to create the motivation to do the work that change requires. So that's a, that's a bit of an introduction. Yeah, no, I, I love it. And, and this is why we, we kind of, we're both very passionate about what we do. And what we do is actually very centered around the same kind of philosophy and ideal ideas and passion. And both very passionate about it. And you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, I think over the last 30 years, the conscious awareness globally has risen incredibly and will continue to do so. And that's a great, great thing. But you're so right about the way things work. That every, everything is a choice. But everything in our physical reality right now, we kind of navigate our way through our lives. That's what we call it our lives. It's our physical existence. We navigate our way through it using primarily our conscious logical brain. It's that level of thinking. But it's also that level of thinking that creates all of our challenges and problems and unhappiness. But we keep going back there to try and fix this, the problems with the same level of intelligence that created them. And I think where we really connected was I speak to a lot of people and the discussion is kind of on that level. But I like to dig a, deep, a, a bit deeper. And when I dig deeper, who should I find there? But Phil, who's comfortable living there too. Yeah. And talking about the subconscious and actually the role of the subconscious in everything that actually <clears throat> happens in your physical awareness, your physical reality. If I can kind of jump in here and just mm. make a, a point around that, we're actually only conscious about three to 5% of the time. The rest of the time, our behavior, our actions and our results are being generated by our unconscious habits, our, our paradigm. Mm -hmm. So this is, it's, a, it's really our unconscious mind that's driving the show, running our lives. Yeah. Um, think of it, an analogy is, if you think of your unconscious mind, your subconscious mind as, a, as an elephant, our conscious mind is a flea on the elephant's back that our, if the elephant doesn't really care about. Um, 
our, our unconscious mind, our subconscious mind is, is stronger, it's faster, and takes less energy than our conscious mind. Our conscious mind plays an important role, um, but it's really our unconscious habits that drive our behaviors. So <clears throat> we're kind of going around bumping into each other and reacting to um, the kind of stimulus that's created based on our, exist our existing habits. So we really need better habits in order to get better results. And this is where our emotional intelligence comes in because in order to develop better habits and what they really are is their connections in our brain, their, their neural network pathways in our brain that we create through our actions. In order to create those new habits, we it requires us to leave our comfort zone. And when we do that, our, our, our reptilian brain doesn't like that. And it actually secretes a hormone into our bloodstream called cortisol, which causes us typically to go into fight, flight, or freeze mode. And so if you think of, and I don't, I don't want to get too in the weeds on this, but if you think of your amygdala as a very frightened four-year-old child, our emotion intelligence acts like a big brother or a big sister to quiet the amygdala response down and yep. better enable us to feel the anxiety that changing innovation creates in us and move through it towards the division of our desired results. And that's how we develop new habits. So really, the point of this is that we have a tsunami of change coming at us. And we have a 500 million year old brain that doesn't like change. So it's really the development of our emotion intelligence that's going to enable us to navigate our way through the anxiety that that's going to create. So that's why you see more and more individuals and organizations hiring, developing, recruiting in larger and larger parts based on emotional intelligence. And the great thing about that is that anybody can develop their emotional intelligence. <clears throat> and that's not true for intellectual intelligence. Intellectual intelligence is largely genetic, <clears throat> but emotional intelligence is experience, it's experiential, it's developed by what we do is developed by our actions, not what we think. And actually, emotional intelligence and intellectual intelligence were meant to work together. <clears throat> and I love one of the, um, in, in one of your videos, you, you cite an iceberg. And I love the analogy you make there. And you're, you're absolutely right that our intellectual intelligence, and this is a way of thinking about this, <clears throat> our intellectual intelligence is like the one-tenth of the iceberg <clears throat> sticking out of the water. Our emotional intelligence is the nine-tenths under the water. <clears throat> and really by the development of our emotional intelligence can have a huge effect on our results. And so for, for a number of reasons, um, this is the direction of success, both on a personal career and a corporate level. Mm. And if somebody was <clears throat> wanted to dig deeper or wanted something that they could do right now to improve on their emotional intelligence, is there somebody 
that it's something that you could suggest somebody could start doing right now as an exercise to start sure. getting that that changed around yeah i have some short exercises <laughs> and um some longer ones but let me just kind of start us off with this one <clears throat> the key to becoming more of an authentic listener is not to take anything personal. How somebody feels about you, whether they like you or whether they don't, has nothing to do with you. It has to do with what's going on inside of them. And if you don't take, if they like you, that's great. But if they don't like you, that's unfortunate. But in either case, whether you like me or whether you don't, isn't going to affect how I feel about me. Because if how you feel about me determines how I feel about me, then who's running my life? Exactly. You are. Exactly. I'm giving away my energy to you to determine how I should feel about me. So really, <clears throat> one of the new habits um, that we talk about in the MBL program <clears throat> is the development of authentic listening. So what that does, <clears throat> if you don't take how somebody feels about you personally, it begins to create a distance between you and your ego, okay? It begins to, you, you in effect start to lower your walls. You become less resistive, less judgmental, <clears throat> and less attached to outcome. And that's one of the ways you raise your level of emotional intelligence and become more conscious or aware of what's going on in the moment. Mm -hmm. I, lo I love it. It's, it's, uh, you're pushing the buttons again. You see, I've got to keep this to 30 minutes, not 30 days. Uh, <laughs> but it, uh, yeah, I love it. It really is. It's, it's that, that thing again about being consciously aware of being conscious and, and kind of almost observing your life through somebody else's lens detaches you from all those emotions. And it was one thing jumped in straight away. And I, I was having a uh, phone call with somebody just yesterday I was saying the very very same thing is that depending on how long you've been on the planet you and I have been around a good deal longer than some folks that might be watching this um, you can have every person you ever meet during the course of your lifetime will have a separate unique opinion of you none of which you can control so you're talking about potentially thousands or even millions, depending on how well-known you are, of people out there that have got an opinion on you. And you're dead right. If your self-worth depends on what you perceive their opinion of you to be, you're in big trouble. And you can't control it, and you're going to go insane trying. The only actually, opinion uh, you can control is the one you've got of yourself. Yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. And uh, it actually creates a cascading effect so let, let me explain. Um, if I'm giving away my energy to you to determine how I should feel about me, that's actually creating an energy deficit in me. And at the same time I'm doing that, I have to replace the energy I'm giving you by trying to steal the energy from other people over here. And frankly, what we've just hit on here is the root cause problem of all drama, chaos, and conflict everywhere in the world. That dynamic is going on inside of everybody 
everywhere, all the time, everywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. So if you can learn how you're giving away your energy unconsciously over here and develop better habits to stop doing that, your need to steal the energy of other people goes away because yeah. you don't need it because you're not giving away yours. And in that journey, in that process of developing the raise your level of consciousness and become more connected, more authentic with who you really are, as well as being able to see other people for who they are. See, our walls of resistance, judgment, and attachment will come really blind us. They're like blinders to being able to see who we are and also to being able to see other people for who they are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just just oh, a heads up, by the way, you've, yes. you've, you've frozen. I can hear you beautifully well. No problem. Oh. I can see you, but Sorry. you're kind of frozen. It, it's not really taken away from anything we're talking about. So if you're happy to continue just for a second. I am. Let me, let me try and see if I can't unfreeze me. Okay. Uh, also, while you're trying to unfreeze, if, if I can just jump in with something there as well, because even though, you know, we're, we're talking a lot about the subconscious mind and, and, and the kind of, you know, the part of the iceberg below the water and everything controlling everything. And yes, of course it does. Um, of course it does. But there's still sometimes, and I know you can agree with me, you've got to do some real deep work on that to, to get permanent change. Because the thing is with the subconscious is it still responds to evidence it still goes out there to see evidence in the physical world to support what you're believing in order for it to become a part of your belief system permanently. And if somebody gives you the wrong feedback for some folks, it can throw them off beam for a little while. Whereas I believe you see there's a level below that again, which is kind of below the ocean bed. You still with me, Phil, by the way? I, I, oh, great. I, I, I am. Okay, cool. It's because I can't see you moving. I'm not sure if you're still there. I, um... But, um, so below the ocean bed is what I, I call, <clears throat> excuse me, like the superconscious, the kind of, the part of you is, that's still connected to source, still connected to spirit. I call it the God force. You can call it the universal. There's a million different labels, but that's where faith lives. And that's why I think it's so important that, Folks try, no, they don't try it. Why do I use that word? That folks align themselves with who they truly are. Reconnect with who they truly are. Not what mum and dad thinks they should be or anybody else, but who they truly are so that they live life on purpose. Because when they do that and they're aligned with spirit, with source, the reason that brought them into, in, into the world in the first place They've got faith and there's strength in faith because faith doesn't need a constant pat on the back or reassurance from outside evidence. So and, and I'm really passionate about that because I like to go even deeper and try to get people to accept that that actually is a thing. And that if you embrace it and integrate it into your being and your way of doing things will change your life forever.
Hello, Phil. Can you hear me? Hi, I apologize. Oh, Please. that's a shame, Phil. I was really on a roll then. That was some really, uh, really good stuff, and you missed it all. <laughs> uh, no, no, I didn't. I, I got what you were saying. I oh, you did. Oh, that's good. But I, I also wanted to uh, to comment on it. Can you, yeah, please. Can you see me okay? I can see you great again now. Yeah, no okay. worries. Um, you're, abs you're absolutely correct. Really, IQ and EQ lead to SQ, spiritual quotient, and it's really in the combination of the two that raises our level of consciousness to what's called enlightenment, which is non-resistance, non-judgment, non-attachment outcome. And that helps us to connect with ourselves and at the same time, recognize the connection we have with each other. Yeah. So that success in, in in higher levels of engagement and, and awareness is really about doing two things. It's about reconnecting with who we really are and learning to stop. We do that by learning to stop giving away our energy. Mm -hmm. And that at the same time, simultaneously, it connects us with other people and better enables us to, to serve them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Phil, honestly, I'm beginning to think you might be my brother from another mother. It's, uh, <laughs> I think we're going to have an awful lot of conversations. Um, yeah. I've got to be cognizant of the time and, and kind of try and keep it to, to clock if I, if I can. But um, I know we're going to do this a lot more. I certainly hope so anyway. Uh, but what I'd, I'd like to say, first of all, is you've been a wonderful guest. And thanks so much for sharing your knowledge and your passion with everybody that's, that's watching this. Moreover, though, um, if anybody is watching this and they want to dig even deeper and find out more about you and more about the Business Leadership Programme, can you tell them where to go so that they can do that? Sure. Um, they can either reach me via email at philjohnson at bell.net or through Skype at mblcoach. That's my Skype ID. Mm -hmm. And I'd be happy to answer any questions uh, they may have. Brilliant. Okay. Phil, thank you so much. We're going to okay. do this again, please. About, we'll give it about six months and come back and do it again. I'd love to. You've been an absolute Robert, joy I, to uh, speak it's, to. It's an honor. And I, uh, I love the work you're doing. So Bless thank you. you very much. Thank you so much. Take care. You thank too. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.